Mood.tv. What's going on, folks? Derek D here, and welcome to the Derek D Dozen. And yeah, the music faded pretty fast there because uh, I couldn't just do a a regular episode this week. I mean, what's a regular episode anyway? I I think I mean, I I couldn't do an off-topic episode with everything going on. And I I will say, you know, right off the bat that I'm, I'm for the peaceful protests going on. I have your back. What's going on in America in regards to people of color, especially when it comes to police brutality, is so deeply wrong and messed up, but I just want to talk from the heart and use this show as a platform to give my take. Uh, if, if, if anyone even gives a shit, I don't know, but it, it's good to talk about, right? We got to talk about it. So that's what I'm doing. Before I get into all that though, I just want to touch on this one thing real quick that it's just been bothering me lately, especially as a working actor, comedian host in this crazy ass entertainment business. You know, a lot of comedians uh, lately have had to come out and apologize for shit they did years ago or said years ago or tweeted. And I'm talking about white, black, Asian, all different races of comedians and entertainers. And, uh, you know, comedy is just taking such a major hit lately when it when it's exactly that it's comedy, it's jokes. And that's I mean, that's a whole other episode and probably would need way more than 12 minutes uh, to talk about. But um, recently, Jimmy Fallon uh, apologized for doing a sketch where he was playing uh, Chris Rock. I mean, you couldn't even tell it was Jimmy Fallon. The makeup department did such an insanely good job making him look like Chris Rock. But I have to be honest, it bothered me that he had to apologize for that when it's strictly it was strictly based in comedy. He was playing a role. He's good friends with Chris Rock, for goodness sake had zero malicious intent than just to make people laugh with his, was, was their only goal, you know? And, uh, it's, it was, it was a great impression. Chris Rock didn't even have a problem with it. I mean, in the movie Tropic Thunder, uh, Robert Downey Jr. played a black guy. It was hilarious. He was acting. We're actors. That's what acting is. You are playing another person, any race, any race for that matter. You are not playing yourself. And it, it just bothered me that you had, he had to apologize when he was coming from such a pure comedic place. Nothing racial about it. And that should, I think that should bother everybody. I mean, think about it. Um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart had something similar happen to him recently where he had to apologize <clears throat> Excuse me, for a tweet from like over a decade ago. And that tweet, cost him the opportunity to fulfill a lifelong dream of hosting the Oscars. And after the fact, uh, uh, I think it was a few days before the show, the Oscars basically realized it it was ridiculous and they were just, you know, uh, playing into those, quote, social media warriors uh, that were going after him about this. And they realized it was pretty much ridiculous and said he could host it. And you know what Kevin Hart did? He denied it. And I commend him so much for that. He gave up a lifelong dream, like one of his main dreams, hosting the Oscars. He gave that up because he stuck to his principles. And that is just so admirable. I mean, listen, if we go down this road, pretty much everything is off limits, folks, in the entertainment industry. Rap? Hip-hop? Are you kidding me? Think about a a hip-hop song from, from back in the day, now, 90s, 2000s. Talking about bitches and, and, and guns and shooting and murder, all this stuff. 
If we go down that road, that's what we're taking out. We'd have to take all that stuff out, hold everyone accountable for that. When in reality, folks, and I'm getting all fired up, it's entertainment. We're being entertained. Now, of course, there's lines you can't cross. Absolutely. It's it's entertainment. And we all, in this business, that's what we do. If we're given a role to play, we play that role. If you're trying to make someone laugh, it's exactly that. You make them laugh. Have a good time. It's jokes. I mean, comedy clubs are taking a huge hit. When you go to see a comedy, when you go to a comedy show at a comedy club, you go there to laugh. You leave your insecurities, your social triggering at the door. You're there to laugh and have a good time. Let loose. Hear the crazy shit comedians are going to say. Do you know people go to comedy clubs just to contradict what comedians say? They film them with their phones doing jokes to put them on blast and call them out? It's crazy. Comedy is dying because of this. And yes, as I said before, there there is a limit and lines you can't cross for any comedian, especially a white comedian. But if you're a white dude and you can do a bomb ass Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy or I don't know George Lopez impression, by all means, I want to hear that shit and laugh with you. And I'd bet 99.9% of all people would agree with me on that. Plus, uh, black comedy is, is one of my favorites. Most of it is making fun of white people, and it's friggin' hilarious. I mean, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, he was like the inventor of that white guy voice that all black comedians do. You know, the uh, uh, this one. He's like, uh, hey, Jeff, how you doing? Just got some new clippers from Home Depot. Uh, yeah, just going to cut those hedges down. By the way, the wife's making a delicious Arnold Palmer, if you're interested, uh, sans vodka. <laughs> it's too early. You know, I don't know that that guy's voice. That's Richard Pryor. And I love it. We all love it. It's it's funny. That's why we laugh. Calling out all this trivial shit because it's exactly that trivial only makes things worse. We should just be laughing, be entertained, enjoy hip hop for what it is, etc., etc., and take it just as that. And I'm talking from all sides of the racial scope here. And and don't get it twisted. What I'm referring to is strictly this issue as it pertains to entertainers and the entertainment business. And uh, I, I think I talked a little more than I wanted to about that part, but I'm going to get on to the issue at hand. On on Tuesday, people were posting, you know, you probably saw it, those black boxes on social media with the hashtag Blackout Tuesday. And I understand where it was coming from. And it was coming from a social, a good social awareness place. Yes. So I posted it on my Instagram story. But right after I did, I said to myself, Wait, wh- wh- why am I posting this? Am I am I posting this because everyone else is? Am I posting it because I don't want to be the one not to post it? And then people will look at me and be like, oh, uh, uh, Derek D didn't post the Blackout Tuesday box thing, so he must be against it. And I, I said to myself, wait, what is, what is the act of actually just posting this accomplishing? Just awareness? Am, am I helping anyone I know personally by just putting this post up? On social media, is it really helping anything? Just throwing up a post on social media. I came to the conclusion just throwing up a post on social media doesn't all of a sudden make you an advocate for black people, people of color, or white people, Asian people, anybody. Because if I didn't post that one thing, does that make me silent? Hell no. Hell no. And honestly, the more I thought about it, it's okay if you did not post anything about this whole thing on social media too. What makes you not silent is your actions, what you have in your heart, 
what I have in my heart and, and the people that know me and know the kind of person I am. The compassion you show towards people in real life. The content of your character is what makes you an advocate for humans in general, especially black people, all colors and creeds. And it fucking pisses me off that all this shit is going on right now. It's 2020. It pisses me off that, and I'm not talking about the pandemic, that pisses everybody off, but it pisses me off that the, the news shows all the violence when there is way more peaceful protesting going on, but they don't show that because peaceful stuff doesn't get ratings. It pisses me off that good cops who stand for that oath they took take a backseat to these asshole cops, especially the Minneapolis police officer who murdered George Floyd. And if I'm being completely honest, it really pisses me off that that asshole cop has the same first name as me. It's not cool. It pisses me off that some people are looking at this like an opportunity to loot, uh, steal, setting targets on fire and destroying small businesses in their own cities. I saw a guy running out of a broken into um, a broken into liquor store with four handles of vodka. Like, how is that helping anything towards this cause? I guess. Yeah, sure. All this crazy stuff makes you want to drink, but go buy it. It's 2020. What is going on? <sighs> You know, um, Atlanta-based rapper Killer Mike had the best take on this, and I sure as hell posted this on my social media. You might have even seen it. A lot of people did. I mean, Killer Mike has bars when it comes to rapping in general, but what he said in this speech was so poignant, and he was spitting, you know, different kind of bars. And if you haven't heard, have a quick listen to this clip. That it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Watch the whole eight-minute video. It'll be in the link section. But here's another thing. I've seen posts on social media from people who I know for a fact it's not coming from a genuine place. They are just doing it because, well, it's the cool thing to do right now and everyone else is doing it, which is just, come on. Don't get me wrong. The majority is coming from a good place. But after I posted that on my story, it really just got me thinking. I just kept asking myself, what is it actually doing? So I'm using this podcast platform to actually talk about it and I'm open to anyone who wants to start a dialogue with me. And for those of you who follow me on social media, I mean, you know I don't post personal shit. I don't post political shit. I just keep it funny and fun. Just trying to make people laugh, smile, and, and, and take them out of whatever may be bothering them for a few moments. You know, I went to Neptune High School, a predominantly black school, and I fucking loved every single minute of it. And I'm so glad I grew up in Neptune, New Jersey, because I was able to experience and see, you know, a, a broader scope of culture and things that were different than, you know, my Italian family and friends. You know, a lot of people... They just sit behind a screen and just post shit on social media like they are making a huge difference. Come on, man. Does it make them a racist? No. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I'm just saying they don't get it. And hell, I'll never understand it fully either, especially what it's like to walk in the shoes of a person of color. But I'm sure as hell on your side. And I'm happy I was able to grow up with such a diverse group of people and became lifelong friends and went to a school and played on a football team where we, white people, were the minority. And you know what pisses me off? I still hear people say to this day, well, I don't want our kids going to Neptune. And I'm like, what the hell? Why? Why? 
That statement alone has undertones of racism in it, and it's ridiculous. Look, racism is a learned behavior. We know that. Growing up, I never learned that, so it was never in my character. And I recognize I'm a white dude, and though I never had a silver spoon, maybe I've benefited from things just for the fact of being that. Maybe didn't realize it, but I'm open to hearing about why and what. To me, bottom line is, you battle it by being a good person, a good human being, Judge all people on how they treat you, their genuineness and character. I don't care what color, race, size, sexual orientation, economic status, what kind of car you drive. Does it matter? How do you treat other people? Are you an asshole or are you not? You know, Dave Chappelle had a great quote. He said, our culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with someone's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that to love someone means you agree with everything they believe, say, or do. Both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. End quote. He also said, quote, I think every group of black guys should have at least one white guy in it. Hey, I'd be glad to be your white guy. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Derek D, and I'll talk to you on the next one. Mood.tv.